Hello, Securely Single family. It is Whisper and Jeanette. We are back to the mic. And guess what we're talking about today? The real you. So secure in the real you. We're actually real excited about this because it is a time for self-reflection. It's a time for looking innards, but it's also a time for looking upwards and looking outwards. What does it mean to be the real you and live out this real you in every aspect of our lives, not just compartmentalizing. So join us as we kick it off talking about the real you today. Welcome everyone. Hey guys, welcome, welcome to, we're so excited to be here. I'm so excited that um, we get to do this. It's such an honor mm-hmm. that we get to be able to do this and we get to listen and hear what God is saying and we can truthfully, I think I get more, I get so blessed by our time. So I hope you listeners get blessed as much yes. as we do, hopefully yes. even more than we do, because we really are blessed in doing this. It's such a joy for us to be doing this. So in reflecting on the real you mm-hmm. and just kind of uh, some, some of the things that come to mind is being authentic mm-hmm. and am I being my real self mm-hmm. in always you know like am I consistently being myself in all the situations of my life in all the relationships of my life Mm -hmm. and I just remember when I used to work in corporate America there was this thing of there were a few phrases one was like lead by example Mm -hmm. which means that I'm going to be the thing that I'm asking somebody else to do I'm doing not being a hip I'm not being hypocritical you know I'm actually you know, being excellent. I'm being a good leader. You know, I'm being a good boss. I'm good at being a good employee. You know, we yeah. in that way. Am I showing up on time? Even though mm-hmm. I struggle with that one. You know, and they like, what's the authentic self? Am I am I leading by example in that way? And then the other question that the that's kind of it's been also I think I saw it. There was an article somewhere that said, um, "Can I? Are you the real? Are you your real self at work?" Mm. are you the you know I there's this idea of being your real self in the Mm. workplace and I don't know I don't feel like I don't know if I was ever a lot of maybe towards later in my career I would say Mm. I was probably my authentic self but I think earlier on in my career I don't think I was I felt like I I was a fraud kind of Mm. (laughs) you know like no I gotta be this way because this is what is required sure my, 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 I should say my perception of what was required mm-hmm. in the workplace was to be this kind of way. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of morphed myself to being what I thought was, right. the, was the required um, mm. way of being in the workplace. But yeah. I don't know, Jeanette, how is it for you in your workplace? Do you find like, um, what's that like for you being your real self? Yeah. As you were talking about the workplace, here's something I think about. This is happens a lot where a females, let's just say females in the workplace, and maybe they're upping up in their career. They feel like they have to be more masculine in order to uh, gain the position or gain the respect or that kind of thing. And so there is in many ways, a taking on of not being truly who we are or living out freely the feminine side in a honorable way. And one of the things that I think about, um, and many situations, especially in my banking career, where I dealt with a lot of male and females. And so in, in the role of what I'd hear from a lot of the guys, oh, the women are so emotional or, you know, this whole thing. So then you have these women who 
will shut their emotions when actually sometimes it's going to help with discernment of knowing a situation or this kind of thing and put on this mask of masculinity or something that's not really them so they can be a part of the club or or not be so emotional and and that kind of thing and there's a there's a balance of course with emotions especially in the workplace and being professional and not leading with emotion but leading with facts and of course emotions are a part of life <laughs> how do we manage that well uh, but i think about the mask of um you know, being, being fully female and being fully men, um, in the workplace. And it, it can be challenging because there's a pressure sometimes, mm -hmm. but when I come back to understanding who, who I am as a female and some of the things that I have to maybe be more intentional about protecting against in how I react or maybe the way I phrase something, <laughs> um, and just living out the real me and not pretending to be something that I'm not still mm -hmm. being the female and from a female's perspective of who is me <laughs> and being matter of fact, and just standing by that. And I think a lot of reasons why we do masks on, especially in different facets of society, whether it's work, whether it's friends, whether it's whatever it is, is peer pressure. If you, and this is so wild. We always talk about peer pressure when we're younger, uh, affecting how we're going to, you know, make a decision or what we're going to do. But if we're not going to be the real, real us, the real, real me and, and no me, we very easily give in to what others want us to do. So then we, be, we morph into a different person in the different settings that we get placed in. And I'm not perfect. I will tell you, I have done this in different, different times in my life. And the temptation can come even now, maybe serving in ministry. I want to present myself that I, I could do it or whatever and realize just be you. And I don't have to put any sort of a presentation ahead of me to show that I can do it. Just be me, be the real me. And if the real me looks like it can't handle it, God can. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, there's so much there, Jeanette, even mm -hmm. I was just reflecting as you're talking about the workplace, mm -hmm. especially from a female perspective, because um, I know as females, we tend to ad adjust to the environment. It's just how we are wired, very flexible, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So we just kind of adapt to the environment that we're, we're in. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I know when I was working in corporate America, I was totally that girl, you know, so I was... Um, I know how it's it's the require it's just the way it is. It's that environment I'm in. Right. The very and then your body also physically adjusts. You know, your hormones also adjust accordingly. <gasps> what? Uh-huh. So your hormones also adjust accordingly. Mm -hmm. So if you're more male, you know, so you're more, is it the testosterone that becomes more dominant, right? So it's just kind of like, it's it's actually, there's also the physical part of it that I don't even know that I'm doing this because I'm also doing tasks oh. that I require a lot of focus, which I think it's more like a mask. It's not that women don't do this, but I right. feel like men are better problem solvers sometimes. Mm -hmm. Very analytical. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And so in that sense, then, so I tend to become, I, I, I'm that girl, great problem. Solver, <laughs> so, you know, so, <laughs> yeah. so, which is great for the workplace. Oh, sure. I guess the, the challenge would then happen. Then when I come to um, my, uh, my relationships, you know, mm. with my, you know, husband dating mm. children, then how does that, how does that work? Yeah. You know, and being able to transition myself back into a girl so that mm. I'm not bringing that energy from, the office to my home. Ooh, 
Yeah. Do any of us recognize that? Any of us, anybody raising your hand? Do you any of you recognize that in our lives? Are we ever taking time to recognize that? Huh? Yeah. This so is a part of being the real us, the real, the real me, the real looking in inside and knowing our rhythm and our flows and, and things that are, that we, that maybe that we have maybe not a strength in, or we, it's a challenge for us mm -hmm. and just saying, okay, well, how, how do I deal with this? And how do I transition well in the different places that I live my life and this be the authentic, real me? Yeah. Yeah. And so just talking about the real you, I guess I want to go back to this idea of just looking at the, the real you, we'll do it in three, three categories. Let's, Let's see do it. the real you and myself, the mm -hmm. real you and God and the real you and other, right? I like it. So let's talk about the real you and myself, because I feel like that's mm -hmm. the foundation of it is where I, I know myself mm -hmm. and I start to understand who I am and what are my, my injuries, my weaknesses, my strengths, mm -hmm. who, who I am, my emotional, my mental, my physicality, right. the, the core of who I am. You know, these, I think they usually say intimacy in a relationship is intimacy, right? So what is it like to into me see myself? Let me see yeah. into myself. What am I seeing when I look at myself? What is my relationship with myself? Mm. You know, and do I, am I aware of who I am? Because oftentimes we have, I have blind spots. I think we all do, right? Yeah. And so um, how, what's that process look like mm. to go on a journey into discovering who I am? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a, it's kind of like question for you, listener. Mm -hmm. How do you, um, what's that process look like to develop that awareness of who I am? Yeah. Because right? I feel like for me personally, I know um, the journey of discovering myself is like a lifelong venture. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like, oh, oh, yeah, done. check the box. I finished. No. <laughs> <laughs> just you saying that is very freeing to hear because yeah. for all of us <laughs> well, it's not a lifelong venture it's, it's a lifelong venture it's yeah happens over our lifetime right right and so I guess in that sense it's freeing to know yeah. that oh I don't have to have all everything arrived there. right mm -mm -mm. yeah never arrived yeah. yeah yeah at least for me I know some of the things that help me get to know myself is um um being I think being in therapy really helped me mm -hmm. uncover who I am because mm -hmm. I've been, I know how to wear many masks very well. Mm. And so to start to uncover the hidden parts of myself, yeah. that was, um, that was pretty awesome. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. As well. I think in community with others, that's where, and, re, and being teachable, because I feel like when someone says to me something that I, I didn't even realize, I said or do or ism and sometimes that comes out of a false way of presenting myself instead of just being real mm -hmm. or sometimes even in communication I might not be I might go around the issue and that's not even being real either right? if you think about it like just being the real authentic you sometimes not everyone's going to like that and so that people pleasing side that I struggled with when I was younger really bad and went through a lot of <laughs> <laughs> bad experiences, learned lessons, as maybe those that are listening can relate to. We just, oh, wow. Okay. That was not a good way to live this situation. <laughs> What's going on inside of me? And why do I have this tendency um, to want this approval from somebody else and want them to like me when I realize if I know that God accepts me and likes me, and if I can align with that and like me, whoa, 
I can really be me. I can just be me. And it's like, and like you said, these masks, no longer I can choose. You can still choose. We can still put it on. But if we are walking in this, like, oh, I'm approved here and I approve it (laughs) and I know what's going on and it's, it's okay. Mm -hmm. Then we say, instead of putting the mask on for that situation or that person, we put it down and we're like, I don't really need it. And if you don't like me, you don't like me. Don't get me wrong. I mean, if there's something they don't like about you, well, you can't change that. I just, in the real me and mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it spitefully, but just be me. And, um, I think that's something that, um, I still have the tendency myself when something comes up, I'm like, oh, I want to be the peacemaker and make everybody happy. And like, Oh, reality is I can't. And there's some things that I have to just let it go and just be the real me, even though it, it feels uncomfortable to be the real me sometimes. Cause then sometimes what happens, we get into maybe confrontation or something that, the person doesn't like, and it's like, well, I'm, this is where I'm at. Me. <laughs> right. And I think someone's saying, if you're not having confrontation, something's wrong. <gasps> because you can't be the same with everybody. I mean, like there has to be something you don't agree about, you know? <laughs> so we think about, um, okay. I know we're staying with secure and me. Right. So that's where we're at. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the so real me. The, the real you within, with yourself. So mm-hmm. as you were saying, Jeanette, I think I'll move us along to um, the real you and God. Mm-hmm. Because you said something that was so powerful that, you know, if God accepts me, that's all that matters, mm-hmm. you know, because God, not if, because God accepts me, because mm-hmm. I can, I get my validation, my approval, mm-hmm. I can just relax because, you know, I feel like it's all about, it's about my identity, right? And mm-hmm. fathers and our Heavenly Father bestows upon us our identity, right? Mm-hmm. And so if I am, I have received that um identity from him Mm -hmm. then I can be myself within myself first Mm -hmm. and then I can be able to be vulnerable with myself and God Mm. because oftentimes I feel like if I do something wrong I have to like do some penance like he's gone away from me and he just he's like always there you know he doesn't Mm -hmm. ever go away yeah but there's this feeling of man I have to clean myself up before I go before I can show myself to him, I can't show him parts of me that I think are not that great. Yeah. The real, real. Yeah. So as you're sharing, I really feel there's many of us that are listening and we're like, but how do I know what he says about me? How do I like, where does that come from? And how do I find, um, how do I receive that or what, what, and I know you were reading Psalms 139 earlier, which is so beautiful. And those of you that are listening or watching it and tuning in, if this is a good place to start, because it talks about how he sees us and what he sees. And mm-hmm. like you were saying, Whisper, are we going to agree with it and believe it and receive it? Or are we just going to let it fly by and like, no, argue with it? So, yeah, I'm going to read it. And yeah. if you want to just close your eyes and listen yeah. to this, because I was reading it and I'm like, oh, this is just ministering Ooh. to my soul as I was reading it. And so, yeah. if you, as you're listening, you can just take a moment, just close mm-hmm. your eyes and just take it in. Mm-hmm. So it's Psalms 139, and this is in the Passion Translation, and it says from verse 1, oh, Lord, you know everything there is to know about me. You perceive every movement of my heart and my soul, and you understand my every thought before it, en- it even enters my mind. You are so intimately aware of me, Lord. You read my heart like an open book. And you know all the words I'm about to speak before I even start a sentence. 
you know every step I will take before my journey even begins. You've gone into my future to prepare the way. Mm -hmm. And in kindness, you follow behind me to spare me from the harm of my past. With your hand of love upon my life, you impart a blessing to me. This is just too wonderful, deep and incomprehensible. Your understanding of me brings me wonder and strength. Where could I go from your spirit? Where could I run and hide from your face? If I go up to heaven, you're there. If I go down to the realm of the dead, you're there too. If I fly with wings into the shining dawn, you're there. If I fly into the radiant sunset, you're there waiting. Wherever I go, your hand will guide me. Your strength will empower me. It's impossible to disappear from you or to ask the darkness to hide me. Your presence is everywhere, bringing light into my night. There is no such thing as darkness with you. The night to you is as bright as the day. There is no difference between the two. You formed my innermost being, shaping my delicate inside and my intricate outside and wove them all together in my mother's womb. I thank you, God, for making me so mysteriously complex. Everything you do is marvelously breathtaking. It simply amazes me to think about it. How thoroughly you know me, Lord. You even formed every bone in my body when you created me in the secret place, carefully, skillfully shaping me from nothing to something. You saw who you created me to be before I became me. Before I'd even seen the light of day, the number of days you planned for me were already recorded in your book. Every single moment you were thinking of me, how precious and wonderful to consider that you cherish me constantly in your every thought. Oh God, your desires toward me are more than the grains of sand on every shore. When I wake each morning, you're still with me. Oh God, come and slay this bloodthirsty murderous man. For I cry out, depart from me, you, you wicked ones. See how they blaspheme your sacred name. They lift up themselves against you, but all in vain. Lord, can't you see how I despise those who despise you? For I grieve when I see them rise up against you. I have nothing but complete hatred and disgust for them. Your enemies shall be my enemies. God, I invite your searching gaze into my heart. Examine me through and through. Find out everything that may be hidden within me. Put me to the test and sift through all my anxious cares. See if there's any path of pain I'm walking on and lead me back to your glorious everlasting ways, the path that brings me back to you. Hmm. I mean, there's just so much there. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, and we just invite you to rest in that moment, uh, rest in that in that word. Those are words of life, and maybe to spend time rereading that for yourself and seeing if you can agree with each line and receive each line uh, in that scripture verse. That's beautiful. That was Psalms one thirty nine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Psalms one thirty nine is just about being myself with God. Hmm. That He, I came from Him. Yeah. There's nothing about me that he doesn't know. He's not like shocked, like whisper. You did what? Are you serious? You know? Right. <laughs> right. He's like, oh my God, that completely took me by surprise. You did right. what? You know? Right. 
oh god you know he's not like shocked he's like oh this daughter of mine what is she doing you know what I mean Mm. so just being able to know that his heart for me is love and even if I messed up his heart is love yeah and I can be real with him Mm -hmm. and he loves that Mm -hmm. yeah that's so good Mm -hmm. so being authentic with myself we've talked about Mm -hmm. being authentic with God and Mm -hmm. three is being authentic in other and other mm. is work, which we talked about yep. in our friendships, which we talked about in marriage with family mm-hmm. and in our podcast, we're all about, you know, in the single life and in our dating life, right. how are we being the real you mm-hmm. in my, in our dating world, or even in our marriage, you know, if, uh, for those who are listening in their marriage, mm-hmm. I, you know, cause it, it's the same, yeah. am I being real? with him yeah. um, you know with my dating relationships or in my marriage yeah and how is that showing up for you hmm. mm-hmm. and kind of I love how you built it where you started off you know looking at me and um being real with me being real with God being real with others and I was telling whisper before this um in uh Proverbs 18 24 and it just kind of <laughs> just this whole thing about being friendly so this is the translation this is the complete Jewish Bible it says some friends pretend to be friends but a true friend sticks closer than a brother and then other translations are you know if if you want to be a friend you have to be friendly well we were talking about how you can kind of you can be kind of fake. I guess you can, and you can be put on these, we all, you know, maybe with different people, we all can see where, oh yeah, I do kind of put on a little bit of a mask with that person just Mm -hmm. so because of whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, but what would happen if we were truly going to be the real friend, like what it says, like sticking closer than a brother, the real, the real, real is letting, knowing really the only way we can be that is if we accept who we are and we're the real, we're real with ourselves, we're real with God. And then uh, from that overflow, we can be real with others. And then it's real, real. We're connecting to other reels, <laughs> right? Yeah. Other real people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's hard. How do you say? It's hard to give what you don't have. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not my real self, how can I give that to somebody else? Mm-hmm. You know. So it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Wow. It's it's cool. So if you're gonna be friendly, if you don't have friends, be friendly. Basically. Yeah. Be the real, real you. Be the real, real. Well, and doesn't it circle back around? So if you think about it, when we, it glorifies God. So when we mm-hmm. say, I, I am real with me and I accept that I'm real with God and I accept what he says about me and what I say about him and who he is. And then I'm real with another in community and he blesses that unity in community and relationship, whether it's marriage, whether it's friendships, whatever it is, and it brings God glory. So it goes back to him. So it, it actually points, everything is pointing back up to him, even in being real in our friendships, in our marriages, Mm -hmm. in our families. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes it can be, we're acknowledging that being real is not easy. Mm -mm. It's actually easier to, because I'm afraid. What if I meet somebody, I like them or they don't, then I'm like, but I like them. And so I got to be this way. I got to pretzel myself to be you know, like skiing and I hate the snow. <laughs> <You know? Right. laughs> 
or like you always say, it's like, well, they're in New York and I'm in California. So I don't, right. you know, just the whole direction of where people yeah, are going, not like pretending we're going... we're going the same direction. Exactly. Yeah. Be real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So it can be, it's, it takes a lot of courage yeah. to really be oneself. And so we recognize that if it was easy, we would all be doing it. Oh, you're right. There would be no need for, you know, for wearing masks or, yeah. And there's so much that goes, it's not just, I can just switch off my brain and just do whatever. It's, it's a process. That's why we're saying it's a lifelong venture. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the whole thing is just, you know, just being in the process. That's all it is. Yes. It doesn't matter where you are. We're like, whisper. I don't have no idea what you're talking about. What do you mean the real you? I thought I was the real you alone, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> and just like parts of ourself, right? Whisper. I mean, there might be a part of ourselves where we're actually kind of being the real us, but there's a side where we're like, oh, we don't go there. Like, this is not, this is off limits. And I'm going to pretend to be this because it just hurts too much to go there. So there's so many beautiful, I call them beautiful layers, even though there's stinky onion layers of us as a human being, <laughs> but that God is so intentional that he wants us. He's all about intimacy and being real is the only way we can be intimate with anything or anybody with God. Uh, and with another. And so it's an invitation. And as we're talking, I just really feel like that Psalms 139 is a place to go and just go there, spend time there, chew on it, ask God to reveal uh, what it is that we're believing wrong about him or ourselves, make that exchange, then do that with another and see what happens. Yeah, sounds wonderful. I was, as, as we're coming to a close, I was just thinking about two things. Yeah. Um, the first was the, there's a scripture that says, uh, Jesus, he, in all things, he has preeminence, you know, like mm-hmm. he's the first and in all things he has preeminence. So even as we are, like Jeanette was saying, it all goes back to him. It's all about him at the end of the day, especially if I am leaving my, the whole mission of my life is to bring glory to God. Right. Yeah. And so if, um, then in this way, knowing myself, being authentic with myself. I, I feel like the delight of any father, of any parent, is to see their child flourish. And yeah. so this is the same with Father God. It's like he just really wants his kids to be happy, to be yeah. flourishing, to be themselves, to be the real themselves. So he doesn't mm-hmm. want them to be fake people. You know, he didn't create a fake, you know, right. <laughs> he wants you. And then the, was the second thing I was thinking about was, in being authentic in our weaknesses or those parts of ourselves that we don't think are so great. He offers us the promise that in our weaknesses, you know, in our weaknesses, his grace is made perfect. His strength is made perfect in our weaknesses. So I can celebrate and rejoice in my weakness because then I can access his strength to help me in that part. So just something to remember that he delights in helping us. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, We love talking through being secure and being the real you. So thanks again for joining. Connect with us. So we have our website, securelysingle.com. You can contact us at contact at securelysingle.com and join our conversation. Keep listening. We we, we re-record, we re-record, we release every week. So we'd love for you to join us next week. Thanks for joining us. And we bless you as you live out the real you.